you're back with your favorite podcasters, Black Ohioans. And I'm your host, Mr. Cashman himself. Mr. Drop a quarter in your sippy cup. Buku Cash. And I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Bird's World. Hey y'all, still here. is finally back. Our beloved Cleveland Indians. WTF. 
is finally back on the field. How you feel about that, Bert? Man, I'm really excited. I was so happy that sports was back on. I was ready to go. I know you can't wait to get yourself ready for that DraftKings, huh? Oh, yeah, you already know. You, I'm a win some, and I'm a lose some. <laughs> That's all it's about for you. But I'm going to tell you this. True baseball fans like yes. myself. Yes, yes, yes. They've been waiting for this day. Yes. We only got 60 games, so we got to jump out the gate, and we got to go ahead and start winning immediately, especially teams that we playing right now like Kansas City Royals. Yes, and I always liked the Kansas City. I ain't going to lie to you, but – when I seen them during this weekend, I, I wasn't on it. Straight toilet bowl team. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. Uh, a couple years ago, they won the World Series. Yeah. But just like baseball and every other sport, when you win the World Series, people come and pick your players. Yes. And it's so much expectations for people that win the World Series and championships. You know, they can't live up to it most of the time. That's the truth. That's the truth. See, these guys got uh, contracts that they're getting. Four hundred million, three hundred mm. million. Absurd. Yeah, and you know what? Some of these guys is not gonna live up to their potential. Mm-hmm. But the guys that are, they going getting shipped away early. You know mm-hmm. they can't afford them. They can't afford them at their home team, and that's messed up. It really is, and the only people that suffer is the fans. Dude, you never lied about that. <laughs> I mean, like I said, fans like us that's rooting on the Indians, but in the back of our mind, we know about Lindor. Right. We know he don't want to be here unless we're willing to pay top quality money. And you know what? I'm so mad at the Indians. Pay that guy his money. Give me my money. But I'm going to tell you this. Before we go ahead and start saying too much, let's talk about the people that the Indians got under control for a couple years. And that's guys like Shane Beaver. You know what, Bieber? I'm messing with you. I give him the seal of approval. Oh, he looked amazing. Now, listen, some of the balls, they look a little bit (laughs) like home field advantage. I will say that. But they have 14 strikeouts. 14 strikeouts. Yes. I mean, to open up the season, I understand people was rusty. I understand about the corona, but. He got a record. Oh, yeah. And Duffy wasn't looking like that. I said fire him if I was working for Kansas City. I mean, Duffy's supposed to be your ace. You sent him out there for the first game. He's supposed to be the starter, the guy that you putting all your, you know, eggs behind. But you, you know? know what? I ain't going to lie. I, like I said, when I first seen Shea Bieber, I was like, eh, until he started heating up. But when I seen him next to Duffy, I was like, thank God we ain't got Duffy on our team. You ain't lying. I mean, Duffy was throwing those floaters. But it took us all the way to the fifth inning to even do something. That's true. That's and, true. Of course, you know who had to come through. <laughs> My guy, mm-hmm. Oscar Mercado. I was liking the kid when he got traded to us, mm-hmm. and he was down there in the Columbus Clippers doing his thing before he got called up from Triple A ball. So, mm-hmm. yes, I knew the kid could come through, and he started off the season with an RBI. I mean, what else can you expect? Yes. Right. Young guy, great talent. Oh, yeah. And like I said, you knew. Ramirez wasn't going to let us down now. I'm telling you, he got to be one of my top five Cleveland Indians players. Oh, yeah, and he's starting to move up. He's starting to move the all-time list. Mm-hmm. I like what he do out there. I mean, he a beast with the glove. We all know that. I ain't going to lie. It seemed like every time he go up there, he hit. And you know what? The problem is, is he don't look like that type of player. Yeah. <laughs> we looking at, he look like he fat, but he ain't fat. Right. You know, he look like he just he's just baseball built. Yeah, yeah, baseball <laughs> built. Because he ain't short, but he don't look like he got any height on him. Yeah. And like you said, he ain't skinny, but he ain't fat. He just in the middle line. But when he get up to that batter's box. He can swing. 
Oh, yeah. He definitely going to hit a home run. Mm-hmm. He definitely going to hit a double. And this was, you know what? I thought it was out when I first seen it. <laughs> I thought it was out when I first seen it. It hit the top of the top. But, hey, look, that double mm-hmm. was what we needed. It got everything going. And like yep. I said, it was an explosive fifth inning. My guy, Hernandez, the new oh, guy. Beast. The new guy. Oh, the new guy. I love him. He bringing back that second base position. You know, mm-hmm. Kipnis held that down for the last seven years. And I like Jason Kipnis. He was one of my favorite players on the team. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, he didn't have that pop in his back. And he never came through when you needed him. Every time you looked up, he was injured on the sidelines, okay? I'm sorry. Dude. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but Kipnis, yes, he will be one of our favorite Indians. He yes. remind me of guys like Carlos Baega. He remind me of guys like... You know, the old the old players from back in the day, yeah. Victor Martinez and stuff like that. But he's not one of those, you know, players that you can rely on. And that was the problem. And this kid, Hernandez, came straight into the season ready. So, like I said, this first game in the books, you know, 2 nothing. I take it. It was exciting, man. And Beaver showed his ass off. I was proud of him, and I was proud of the dude hand that came in and finished it off. Because <laughs> you know I don't like me no hand. We're going to see what happens during this weekend. You know, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a lot of baseball to go left. So, let's see what happens. I thought he was outstanding. You know, first inning, they made him work. Um, he didn't have his best slider. Kind of went to his cutter, I think, more than his slider. And then the fifth, he had to work again. But for him to get through six on opening night... That's, that's that's pretty good pitching, and there's a lot of strikeouts in there. I don't know how many he had. There was a bunch. I think we would have preferred if we had stretched it out that one inning where we had you know bases loaded in the middle of the order up, um, and we had Karinchak up in, in in the sixth in case we need to get a strikeout. But then once we got through that, we thought having a clean inning it lined up better for Simber, and then with Whitgren and then Brad coming in. I think he is learning on the run not only how to be a guy that can anchor your pitching staff, but how to be a leader too. And I don't think he's shying away from that. I think he's doing it in a really good way where it's not the loudest guy in the room, but he leads by example, the way he carries himself, and you're going to see him grow into a tremendous leader on that pitching staff. Yeah, and we didn't smack the ball all over the ballpark, but we – we stayed up the middle and hit the ball the other way and got rewarded for it. And I thought Berto's base running was huge. I don't know how many catchers go first to third there. He was doing it right off the get-go, and that really helped us. Other than the first inning where he, he it looked like he had Soler struck out on the check swing, and then we didn't get it. And he threw him, a, I think, a 3-2 breaking ball that he hit. And then Sal, he hit a fastball. After that, he was tremendous. Well, I don't know about pressing. I, I just think we chased a lot of balls out of the zone today. Um, that's a hard way to hit. It was hard to see for both teams. But they just, you know, the, stri- the strike to ball, breaking ball, or change up really kind of gave us a difficult time. And then once you start thinking about that, that they elevated a few fastballs in their lives. MLB is back. The nightmare returns. <laughs> nightmare of losing. I like that, man. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. This 10th inning rule. 
I'm so disappointed in this rule. It just seemed like they could have came up with a better solution than just pushing people to the, you know, to the to to score. Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, if you started off right and you got a guy on second base and you able to win a game without even recording a hit, you right. know, you didn't even bunt the ball. Right. It, it's messed up. And like I said, it was a good game. I, I will be honest. It started off. Not that good. <laughs> but you know what? It was rocky on both sides. Yeah, they started off strong, but it's not like they was up by six or five or four on us. You know, it was kind of even the whole time. Come on. You're absolutely right about that. But, no, I got to say something. <laughs> this kid, mm-hmm. they rookie pitcher, mm-hmm. he came out on fire. And yeah. I was really impressed yeah. by this guy. Like I said, not too many times a rookie come out there and shine like the way he did. Man, he was out there singing. I loved him. I wish we could just get him on our team right now. Yes. I mean, if I could make a trade, I would definitely go after this kid. Yeah, you got to. I mean, to. he got timely, and he, and he pitched all the way into, what, the sixth inning? Yeah, he did. And you know what? I think when he came in, they thought they was going to get some easy hits off of this kid. Well, who did? Who yeah, did? I mean, who did? Rookie, I mean rookie. you're a rookie. You're going against Ramirez. You're going against right. Lindor. You're going against Santana. You expected them to do a little bit better than what they did, but this guy had a lot of game. They couldn't handle it. They wasn't ready for it. And on the other side, Clevenger. Once he gave up them two solo home runs. Man, Clevenger, I was done with him. Look, I'm after sorry. he gave up the home runs, he settled down. Yeah. He shut everybody else down. And I think he ended the night with six, seven strikeouts. I mean, yeah. that's good for him. He a ground yeah. ball pitcher, so that's good for him. And listen, if you only give up two runs, you should still win the game. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. But I, like I said, I just didn't like the flow of him. The whole team seemed a little bit off to me. You absolutely right. I mean, I just keep on saying you absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, Clevenger, when he came in the game, we knew he was going to be dominant. We knew he was going to have his stuff because he got a nasty sinker or it's a curve. It's something. Yeah. It slide all the way away. Everybody's swinging at it. But the one thing I didn't like about Clevenger, mm-hmm. it was like he was rushing his throws or something. Yeah. And that yeah. might have had the flow of the game off. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I under- Listen. <laughs> yes, I understand what you're saying, but. We still should have won this game. Yeah, we should have won. And the reason why we didn't win this game is because of some crazy, crazy, crazy new rule change. But, I mean, even with the rule change, we both they both had opportunities. Yeah, they definitely Indians had opportunities. Indians had an opportunity, and Kansas City had an opportunity, and Kansas City took advantage of the opportunity. Damn. You absolutely right. Once again. <laughs> but... I got to say this, you know, in certain situations, you got to look at it from the manager's perspective, right? right. And you got to think, you already start off with a guy on second. Right. We ended up getting a guy on first, so we got a guy on first and second with no outs. Right. You don't want to butt and get that double play. Right. Plus, I thought they was going to butt with Hernandez. When he came up there, mm-hmm. they saying that he's one of the most accomplished bunners out there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he get out there, he's swinging away, and then he gets struck out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't even advance none of the runs or anything. So, like I said, we need to, I don't know, is is is, is Terry losing it? I ain't going to put that on Terry, man. We all know Terry got the golden hands. He got the golden eyes. He know how to pick them. But, but they just need to step it up, like you said. They 
it's early in the season. The season just started, man. They haven't played in how long. They got to get the flow going, so I can respect that. WTF. I'm going to give you your credit for, you know, sticking with your manager. Because that, that's your manager. <laughs> I mean, that's your <laughs> manager right there. I, I, You know what? Listen, he can manage a game. And I would never disrespect uh, Francona. I know what he did to the team. Right. And he got us to... A couple different uh, spots that we didn't think we was going to make it there. We was a couple outs away from winning it a couple years ago. So I'm not going to dog this guy out. But what I would say is. They looked at horrible. They looked at horrible today. And, oh, except for one play. (laughs) My God, Francisco. Thank God he had that play because I was ready to put him on the on the list to go. He ain't hitting. He is not hitting. But like you said, he was talking stuff to players out there. He know uh, <laughs> we ain't got an audience, so he be in the audience. And like I said, Mercado, mm-hmm. he's still hitting the ball. Yeah. I mean, he is still hitting the ball. The same ball. people are still hitting the ball. Ramirez, he's still hitting the ball. Everybody's still hitting the ball, but they ain't being efficient. Listen, I hate to be disrespectful to my God. What was his name? Cup check that came in there. <laughs> I mean, he was nice, man. He came in there. He didn't give up a hit. Mm-hmm. I like him as a setup man. But the problem is, is this bogus rule. Mm-hmm. But look, it's a long weekend. We'll see. We'll see what they do tomorrow. And Mike Clevenger is going to be our Nissan starting pitcher for tonight. We gave you the numbers, uh, uh, how good he is against Kansas City. But last year, a pretty darn good year. Unfortunately, he had an injury plagued year where he missed about 12 starts. He was 13 and 4, 271. Swung out and miss. He struck him out to start the ball game. Well, I'll tell you what, it, it just stay as composed as he looks at that first hitter. A couple of really good breaking balls. This one falls out of the strike zone. They took that chance. He went fishing, and he came up empty. Desire to come out here and work hard and play and teach the, the younger players as he's going to take a call third. From Clevenger, a changeup. Yeah, sure was. It's a good pitch. Just couldn't pull the trigger on The 2-2. Called strike three on the outside corner. Good fastball. Catches Starling looking. Struck him out looking a little bit of a delayed call from home plate umpire Andy Fletcher. Michael Franco. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Roberto hangs on to the foul tip. And that is a half dozen K's from Mike Clevenger. Carlos Carrasco was struck by leukemia. Really didn't know if we would see him again, and yet he worked his tail off to get back, to get ready, and he made his return. God, I mean, locked him up with a beautiful off-speed pitch. And he struck him out. Nice inning. All three breaking balls, and Soler took the first two, went waving at the third. Swung out and missed, boy, that was a really nice off-speed pitch by Cookie. His third strikeout of the afternoon. Well, they've got different numbers. The Royals call it eight straight. The Indians call it nine. Struck him out looking. Another slider from Carrasco. His fifth strikeout of the first three shutout inning. Nice pitching against Soler for the second time today. Carrasco strikes him out. That gives him a half dozen Ks in the game. Mejia is called out. Seven Ks for Cookie. 
not have missed. Hey, struck him out. That gives him eight K's on the afternoon. Salvador Perez goes waving at a slider, and now Cookie is one strikeout shy of hitting double figures here today. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. The tag will be applied. Well, he'll flip it down to first. He goes the long way. And Carrasco strikes out the side. His tenth strikeout of the afternoon. Okay. Okay, Trap. Okay, Trap. Okay, Trap. Okay, Trap. Hey, that's the chat right there. Yeah. You know, I can't <laughs> wait till they allow us to go back to the game. Hey, this was an outstanding game. Yes. Ended off the weekend perfectly. You know what? This was one of the most lively games I've seen in a long time. It was a lot of offense. Yes, it was. But it also was defense. You know what? They make their plays. But I'm going to tell you, offense sells tickets. And yes. that boy, Ramirez. Yes. Ooh, he oh, got he a power arm. Oh, he, he got a, a power arm. Oh, he a beast. And like I said, I'm starting to like this other Santana. Yes. Man, got to call him other Santana. Because you know what? I ain't never heard of this guy. <laughs> well, you ain't the only one, but he made his name known today, didn't he? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, the whole season, the three games we played this weekend, I started to notice the guy. Mm-hmm. He was the only guy that I seen make a hit at the beginning of the game, the first game. Right. And now, like I said, today, what, three hits? He was on fire. I mean, four hits? On fire. I mean, come on now. You get your name in the books now. <laughs> you get your name in the books. Yes. But like I said, we got to start it off by talking about my guy, Cookie. <laughs> he back, y'all. Hey, look, he looked it outstanding out yes, there. Yes, he was. I was so proud of him. Mr. Carlos Carrasco. And you know what? When you come back, not just from the injury list. Right. But when you battle something that he battled. In your face, sucker. You know, you got to be proud of him. You got to be proud of him, and this is determination. You don't just go out there and just do this. This is you saying, look, my career is not over. Exactly. I'm not going to stop. And you putting in that hard work, the time, the effort, everything. Damn. Yes. You ain't lying, man, because this cat was out there throwing them. I think he had 10 strikes today. Come on, cookie. Yes, you got to clap it up for him, man. I mean, 10 strikes from a guy that's coming off the injury list from cancer, and he looked it good. I mean, he had the breaking ball working. He had the fastball working. Mm. But everything, I, I like his off-speed stuff. Mm. I mean, everything was moving all over the I mean, come on now. But you know what? That's what I was trying to say about the last game that they had. It just seemed like when the pitcher is in the flow, the team is in the flow. You know what I'm saying? Savage. You ain't lying. And they was running off of him. Savage. <laughs> You're right, man, because like I said, you can tell that he was on the mound. He had commanded the whole game. Right. And, oh, my God. I thought Perez was back there. You know, because he called a good game. He called a good game. Yeah. But they had the other guy that they picked up from Boston. And he played even good on offense, too. I think he came in and got a couple good hits. So, like I said, Sandy Leon, I'm going to give you your credit this game. I'm with you on that one. And it's like he's been working with Carrasco on the offseason. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, he called an excellent game, man. He kept them off they square. That guy Soler didn't hit no home run this time. <laughs> Man, you know what? I was just impressed by the whole game from the first inning to the last inning. And we didn't have to go on the 10 this time. 
Because it ain't no extra guy get on second base so y'all can hurry up and get y'all a point. Come on now. Yeah, they just took care of him before they even made it that far. Man, and I'm just looking at it, and I'm thinking about how the game went. It was amazing seeing this kid out there throwing them strikes like that. Mm-hmm. And then every time Ramirez came up, you almost had to sit back. I mean, this kid had two home runs, yes. a single, yes. a trip. Wait, hold on. Did he almost go for the cycle? Oh, my God. I mean, he just unbelievable. Kid almost made the cycle today. I mean, the triple that he hit, yeah, okay, the guy played the ball wrong. But to be able to run around on bases like that, like we said on the lap, I think this cat might be. Fat strong. Okay, that's going to be my new word. Because <laughs> he sure looked like he was running 75 miles per hour. Man, 75 miles per hour. He was killing it, man. Like I said, I'm proud of this kid. Yes. This is a guy that they got in an international pool. They didn't even get him as a draft pick. They got him in an international pool. So, like I said, I mean, the kid showing what he's worth. They signed up to that big contract. And if Lindor do leave. We got some people that's still on the team that can still take us to the playoffs, you know? I mean, at least to the, the playoffs because I like Chang, too. Oh, yeah. Chang, oh, Chang you know, is I've been, doing his I've thing. I've been looking out for him because I know Frank Conner was talking about incorporating some of these guys, these newer guys, into the lineup. So it was good to see him. And then that kid, he'll come in. I liked it. Oh, he'll be throwing that fire. Yes. And we always need backups. Oh, Especially a reliever like that. Because, like mm-hmm. I said, Brad Hand. <laughs> I mean, you got to pay attention because you know he might go out there and ruin the game for you. Now, she ain't going to let your dog up, my boy Hand. I like her, man. I like her. I just, he give him some time. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do. I mean, because Brad Hand, he's one of those relievers that you can, you know, you're supposed to be able to rely on. They're paying them big money. Yeah. But. You know, he's shaky. He's shaky. Second half of the season showed me how shaky he really was. Right, right. But he wasn't shaky in this game because they didn't put his ass in. And you know what? They did exactly what I thought they could do. The offense came out there. They were overpowering. They mm-hmm. showed these guys what's up. But I do got to say a couple of different things. What? The outfielders play. You know, they was yeah. playing the ball horrible, horrible, horrible. But when you beating a team by seven runs. Yeah, you you can go laxie daisy a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit, okay? Savage. I just got to keep on playing <laughs> Listen, man, this is how this has been our MLB weekend, opening weekend podcast. I loved it, man. The Indians, they went 2-1 and one in this weekend. And you know what? We're going to have to do at least one a week on the Indians because they playing every day. I'm definitely looking forward to the season. I'm telling you that. Oh, yeah. And we starting off looking real good. Jose hammers it. Deep right field. Back is Cordero. He's out of room. It's out of here. And the Indians have their first home run of the season. A three-run shot by Jose Ramirez here in inning number four. And the Indians have blown the lid off this baby and now lead it 7-1. Ramirez with a drive to deep left. Down the line it goes, and this ball is gone! A home run! Jose Ramirez has homered from each side of the plate in back-to-back at bats. He does what he has to do. He gets the hands out. That was in off the plate with that 86. Now he pulled those hands. He pulled them in, and he got a pretty good barrel of the ball. A lot of times you'll see it hit the, that hit the screen sure come down.
you sting. Yo hair stain. Put it about your clothes. Yo feet stain. You don't take a shower. Yo breath stain. Get some toothpaste and a toothbrush.